Good morning, I'm Anna Palmer. And I'm Jake Sherman. And welcome to The Daily Punch, brought to you by Punchbowl News. It is Wednesday, March 16th, 2022. Let's get into the mix. Here are your Washington headlines of the day. Number one, we've got some news on a behind-the-scenes struggle between the Biden administration and Democrats on Iran. Number two, Kevin McCarthy's big fundraising numbers. And number three, Speaker Pelosi is still fuming over COVID money. All right, Jake, let's get into it. We've got a fascinating top in the Punchbowl News AM on a behind-the-scenes struggle and call between the Biden administration and Democrats on Iran. Yes, so uh, the administration, this is very interesting. We've been working on this for a couple days. Um, On Saturday, the administration held a two-hour call between roughly a dozen House Democrats, many of whom are Jewish, and Brett McGurk, the National Security Council's uh, coordinator from the Middle East and Africa, over the Iran nuclear deal, um, the admin, I would the tensions are running extraordinarily high at the moment, extraordinarily high um, over the the emerging deal with Iran and um, the Biden. So here's the gripe: the Biden administration is cutting this deal um, uh, privately. Obviously, this is a sensitive nuclear agreement, but Democrats complain that the Biden administration has not been selling it publicly, has not been selling it privately. They feel like they're going to be blindsided by this accord whenever it comes out, and they say the U.S. should do a better job of uh, spelling out uh, spelling out why an argument between the U.S. and Iran is necessary at the moment. So lawmakers have also been complaining that they haven't got briefed, uh, classified briefings for a long time. Uh, Brett McGurk is now coming to Capitol Hill tomorrow, Thursday, March 17th, and Friday to uh, to brief House Democrats on Iran and on the deal. Uh, the, furthermore, people are concerned that if the Americans cut a deal or if the Americans and, globe, and world powers cut a deal with Iran right now, it'll seem as if um, they're doing so because oil prices are high, <laughs> right? Uh, and and that's not great politics, they say, for House Democrats. Um, and uh, one member told us that it would seem like the U.S. is selling our soul for oil, which is fascinating. Uh, this call, by the way, was two hours, really stunning to me. Um, uh so this also came up in House Democratic leadership last night, and Steny Hoyer, the House Majority Leader, suggested that um, there will be a vote uh, of disapproval of the resolution in the coming, uh, whenever this deal is cut. Again, this is an election season deal. I mean, you can't make this up. In the middle of an election season, they're gonna they're gonna put a bill on the floor to disapprove of Iran sanction of Iran an Iran deal. Uh, I, I just, I mean, I am, uh, it's going to be really interesting. And I, I would imagine, by the way, that Congress uh, disapproves of this and the Biden and Joe Biden vetoes that. Um, but anyway, I am just, uh, just a lot of tension right now. We just, this call that we, that we, um, that we talk about was quite, was not completely heated. It was, it was very, uh, it depends. It depends who you ask. It was very informative. I'd say is the is the is the way to describe it. And also, listen, Anna. This adds to the fact that this is an incredibly busy election year for the House and for Washington. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, uh, interesting. Uh, uh, Alyssa Slotkin, the Democrat from Michigan 
was on the call, you know, said that the White House is bungling the public messaging surrounding the negotiations. Uh, you know, later, you know, after the call, didn't want to talk about it, but also talking about the fact that, you know, you know, she worked as a CIA analyst and she describes Brett McGurk as a friend, um, but really clearly, even publicly saying it would be best that the White House send him to, quote, as many members as possible. Uh, so, you know, that kind of messaging is just another instance where you f there's a lot of Democrats who feel like this administration doesn't do a good job of you know, kind of forecasting, communicating with the Hill as much as, uh, you know, m maybe it's better than the Trump administration uh, at a lot of things w when it comes to kind of the Hill relationships. But still, Democrats regularly feeling like not only Biden, but his team could and should be doing better here. Yeah, especially I would say this has been I mean, th these 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 concerns have been particularly acute in the last couple of weeks. Right. I mean, over the. COVID funding and and things of that nature. I'd, I'd say the administration has done a relatively good job of keeping people in the in the loop uh, on Capitol Hill, but but the last couple weeks have been really, really, really rough for the administration. All right, let's move on to the number two story of the morning. Inside the GOP, Kevin McCarthy, House Minority Leader, is going to announce today, Jake. $11 million he's going to transfer to GOP groups. Uh, that's a pretty eye-popping number. It is. Yeah, $11 million to the NRCC and state parties. This is a, a huge number. We'll come at a private meeting today, uh, a private Republican meeting today. Listen, McCarthy wants to be speaker, um, and and the, this is him building his case to be speaker. I mean, him saying that and – and to be fair to Kevin and to be fair to – to Boehner and, and, and to be fair to Republicans, McCarthy has done way more than Boehner, than John Boehner and Paul Ryan ever did uh, when it comes to fundraising. And part of that is the fact that McCarthy could, could, could collect bigger checks because campaign finance laws have changed. Um, and part of it has to do with the fact that he's a he's a, a really good fundraiser. Uh, and and again, this is part of building that case when he becomes speaker to say that he led Republicans into the majority. He's raised tons of money and no one else could do it. And frankly, like if you let's say, you know, um, McCarthy is not speaker. I mean, there's nobody else who's going to be able to get the money like this. Um for the most likely, I mean, unless there's, I mean, everybody says that, right? I mean, there's no one can do it until they do it. People th didn't think that Paul Ryan would be able to outraise Boehner and he did. And, you know, there was skepticism True. around McCarthy's ability to raise money more than, than, you know, Paul Ryan's. I, I'm not saying it's not a big amount of money, but when you have the title, when you have the, when you're the kind of de facto leader, you are able to raise a lot of money. He spends a ton of time at it though. Let's move on to the number three story of the morning. Uh, Speaker Nancy Pelosi still fuming about the rank and file revolt last week that forced Democratic leaders to strip $15 billion in COVID preparedness funds from the $1.5 trillion omnibus package. Uh, you know, very interesting because I think, you know, you and I have talked about this privately, probably publicly, that, you know, sometimes you look around Democrats and kind of not only Pelosi, but also Biden. It's like they, they see the, the Congress they want to have instead of the Congress they have. And they're dealing with uh, a lot of frustrations and the fact that people don't necessarily, you know, aren't just going to follow her blindly on a lot of these issues right now. 
Yeah, listen, I think I, I end up, I kind of side with Pelosi here in a certain respect. I mean, the administration wanted $22.5 billion in COVID money. The uh, They got $15 billion in the deal. They had to drop it after people were angry that the... Um, that they at the way it was offset, they were trying to claw back money from states and localities. Now they're not, unless unless something tra- changes dramatically. There, it doesn't seem like they're going to get this money. So Pelosi's point is this: like we had a deal. Uh, it, this would have been unthinkable in previous times. Unthinkable in the sense that um, that uh, no one would go against a deal that the um, that the administration or sorry that the administ that the three the administration the senate and the house cut and by the way there are senators who are pretty pissed off about this um i i talked to chris murphy and and democrat of connecticut we quoted him i think yesterday saying like not sure what the house is thinking but like now that this is dropped it's going to be very difficult to get so pelosi kind of said kind of said this in a in a closed house democratic leadership meeting uh and um uh it, it rings true, and and I think this is going to stick in her craw because it's going to be difficult to get this this COVID money that the administration says they need. All right, before we let you go, just a reminder that 9 a.m., Ukrainian President Volodymyr Zelensky is going to be speaking to members of Congress. Of course, this is going to be streamed. Members will be gathered in the CVC auditorium. Everyone's going to be watching that. And a big thank you to the Senate Press Secretaries Association. Uh, last night, we uh, hosted alongside them a happy hour at the Sazerac House, brought people outside uh, on a beautiful night to gather, which was very exciting. Um, and as always, thanks so much for listening. We really appreciate it. Please share about The Daily Punch. It's the best way for folks to find out about us. Uh, and with that, have a great day and stay safe.